Welcome back to Geeking Out Over Star Wars. This is our second episode on covering some Star Wars celebration news. Uh, but we're very much dedicated to just High Republic today. And yes, I'm kind of getting right into it. Um, but of course, as always with me on this journey, every single week we do this. Shamari, what's up, man? Oh boy, still recovering from uh, the celebration that I, I was not at, unfortunately. Um, but that I was able to watch uh, from afar and recovering from Obi-Wan, which, you know, if you're not watching that, uh, any of any uh, listeners out there, you are really missing out. <laughs> so it is really, I, really I was missing out for two days because I just watched it. Um, and mine's still reeling. Don't don't really have straight words for this. But, like, I almost want to do an episode on just this, like one episode. Oh, yeah. Like there's I there's so much to this, there's so much meaning, so many different little things. Um, we're not, we're not. Uh, we'll I'll, I do want to wait because it's only a couple more weeks until the series ends. So, um, but a lot can happen between now and then. So who knows? We might just get the urge after the next two episodes, like after next episode, to do another two episode recap. So we'll see. Um, but we we're talking High Republic today, my friend. Yes, yes, we are talking High Republic. Um, a lot of High Republic stuff dropped uh, during uh, Star Wars Celebration. Um, there was a High Republic panel, which a lot of that information dropped during that panel. Um, so, yeah, the High Republic is, you know, still going strong. A lot of very positive reviews. We've reviewed a ton of almost everything High Republic and reviewed most, if not all of them very very positively so yeah we got a lot of stuff to talk about it's only it's only fitting that we have an entire episode dedicated to just higher public news from the announcements because like i said on our last episode where we recapped um all of the other big announcements a little rapid fire recap of the big announcements from celebration which you can listen to in the episode before this um but we've been covering high republic almost all the time, right? Like almost every big release in the High Republic Initiative that has come out since the beginning of 21 to, 2021 to now, we've been covering, we've been reviewing, we've been breaking down, and this has quickly become one of our favorite eras in Star Wars. Um, so it, it only felt right that there's a decent amount of news here. None of it's like earth-shaking, changing up the entire Marvel. I mean, Marvel, what am I doing? Wow. The entire like Star Wars timeline cinematic like there's nothing huge there but in terms of this publishing initiative continuing to grow and to get better and better there's a lot of little goodness so it can be a little all over the place but i definitely want to talk and get you know and you watched the panel also um and i i didn't i didn't get a chance to so i definitely want to get um your your thoughts how you were feeling during that so uh, let me start there uh you 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 experienced the panel you saw those i i saw snippets i saw the big stage and and the attention it got how did you feel watching that uh well a lot of high republic fans um a lot of cheers a lot of oohs a lot of ahs from a lot of the concept art and a lot of the ideas and things being teased um uh they did tease um uh Buriaga. Buriaga was mentioned um said all oh, his stories and is this story over i don't know uh, and I, I was like oh my god i was losing my mind uh watching the panel but honestly so there's a lot of, there are a few takeaways for me um one thing takeaway for me so you've seen them all up there talking about what they've worked on you know there's just a cohesion that's honestly really impressive just from just a general kind of observa observational standpoint of, wow, these people work really well together. And it's really impressive that they work so well together. Um, you know, I have tried to, at one point in time, work on on, on stories, because uh, I do like to creative write as well, um, uh, with other people. And it's not easy, because you don't always agree on things. And when you don't agree on things, you know, it causes a lot of problems because this is a story that you care about and you put your, you're putting your name on it. And if it's not exactly how you want it, uh, it causes a lot of issues. So the fact that all these people were able to and they're all so talented and were able to agree, you know, on 
on a lot of things to make this story work is really, really impressive. They all get along so well. They're just a really, really fun group of people. So that's just very pleasant to watch and, and to see. And I feel like we're very fortunate to be able to, to get that. Um, and also, um, uh, I think a lot of the, uh, the concepts being teased and the, you know, of course we got a lot of concept art and a lot of, you know, storylines teased and things like that. Um, you know, it's just, it shows that there's, there's just so much coming and the vibe of the panel was just so positive. And it was so, they have such a good idea. You can tell they just have such a, they know exactly what's coming. Like they, they know what they're doing. They know what's coming in the next phase. And they're just, just looking forward to all of us, uh, being able to see that, um, you know, and kind of, you know, read it and experience it and all that. So it is just, it was all positive vibes and a lot of teases. So it was a really, 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 uh, cool panel to see. And Zach, I'm sure you'll see it probably, you know, whenever we're done uh, recording this, because it is online um, yeah. on the Star Wars YouTube channel, so everyone can see. I don't know how I haven't gotten, gone back to watch it. I don't know how that slipped. I'm, I'm busy, but I'm not that busy that I would neglect that, so I don't know what happened there. Um, but I will say the one thing I, when I saw little bits and I, and right before this started, and we just, we talked about this. I'm just so impressed by Lucasfilm and Disney really giving this the attention it deserves and giving them the freedom and the room to really craft this corner of the galaxy and shape it however they want. Like that panel room, this was not a small little room or a small little yeah. table and they like a tiny little screen. No, this was massive. This was a huge, this huge room. Um, the The biggest one, it seemed, or one of the biggest ones there. Um, and and filled with fans that are just absolutely clamoring for anything to do with this. It's such a it's such a well received new era. Um, and like you said, with the creators, it's such a tight knit group. Yes. Like they, they're working so well together, and that doesn't seem. And of course, it started with, um, you know, it started with Claudia Gray and Daniel Jose Older and Justina Ireland and Kevin Scott and Charles Soule. And of course, it's growing, right? It's growing into the new authors that we're getting, and all, of course, spearhead of Michael Seglane, the editor, working very, you know, very closely with the team. And that tightness, that tight knit feeling, still, still pervades, right? It's still, it's still going, and that's that's exciting. The planned yeah. aspect is exciting. That, you know, obviously, we we mentioned this so many times, but Star Wars has had issues with not planning things correctly, and then fumbling things at the end. And you can tell that there is a very clear direction. It's purposeful. The releases are purposeful. The reveals are purposeful. The storytelling is purposeful. There's nothing done by accident here. Um, and that just yeah. has that has me that has me looking forward to it more so than maybe anything else. Uh, you know, obviously I look forward to Obi Wan, but what this High Republic can become is one of the most exciting things in Star Wars right now. Yes, I mean, it, it really is. Um, and there's also, or at least it, it seems to be at this point, that there hasn't really been, because um, we know, of course, Lucasfilm has had issues with, um, with you know, um, with either the appearance of or just the seeming, seemingly there being, having been proof of meddling from uh, the studio, quote unquote, or just Kathleen Kennedy directly, um, mm -hmm. which, you know, whether... Whether, uh, you know, it is her or you just, you know, hearing that this, you know, sets are really <laughs> people don't feel like they have creative freedom and things like things of that nature. It, it doesn't it, there, we don't really see, hear about any of that with the High Republic. It seems like, you know, based on everything that that we've seen in these panels and all of everything from the press, it seems like they're coming up with a plan. Um, you know, any disagreements, uh, you know, would be hashed out during whatever meetings they have. And. And, you know, the plan goes forward and that's it. You know, you know that's what they do, um, which is how it should always be. Um, so that's really refreshing, too. There's no drama. There's no, uh, you know, no kind of articles about how there's so much turmoil. And, you know, this one had to leave this book for whatever reason or anything like that. And I also love that they're expanding like they're 
adding more authors to this group. Like even everyone on stage, I was the only thing I was maybe slightly disappointed in was that no one, none of the new authors. Were. Um, I would have really loved to see that, but um, but they're they're adding more people to to. <laughs> To the you know the talent the group the talented authors that are that are creating this story, so um, so yeah it's just it's so it's so nice you know it's just it's just really 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 good to see. Uh, there's there's a lot coming right so we we definitely have a lot of higher public stuff coming and that's that kicks off with phase two in October of this year. Um, so I I do want to get some of the announcements. Uh, now the first actually. Um, we don't have a placement in terms of, I'm assuming, I'm going to assume it, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't pertain to any of the events that are happening, but I want to start with this one because it's the first thing that has been announced outside of, um, outside of Star Wars Eclipse. That is a non-publishing, uh, it's, it's, it's non-publishing material. It's not a book. It's Star Wars. It's High Republic now reaching out into another medium and that is TV. And that is through the show young young jedi adventures which is a new animated series set during the era of the high republic uh that is actually meant for preschoolers um and it's it's uh, i'll read this specifically from the starwars.com article that says it's the first full-length animated star wars series created for preschoolers early grade schoolers and their families these original stories will follow younglings as they are swept off into adventures and start their journeys on the path to becoming jedi knights learning valuable skills for our galaxy and the galaxy far, far away. The Jedi in training will tackle topics of compassion, self-discipline, teamwork, patience, and friendship. It's set in part of the era known as the High Republic, um, which, which of course, we all know and love now, but that's going to... It opens the door for more people to fall in love with this era, right? So it, this is maybe not the, the TV news we were hoping for, when when we're thinking of High Republic, we were hoping for an animated show more akin to Clone Wars or Rebels. Um, but I think this is a foot in the door. This is that first. This is that first. You know, foray into another medium that just shows that High Republic can work outside of books. And it also is aimed at a group of of uh, a very very uh, malleable group of of the population children and right getting them accustomed to this era of star wars just means that you know maybe i'm thinking too much about it but increase you know shows what the importance of the era might be down the road um and and how they want to introduce this era into a wider mainstream audience but what were your thoughts on this new preschool series um so i think it's good that that they're making it they're, that they're making um you know, a show for, you know, preschoolers, um, you know, people who are, you know, at preschool age. I mean, I think that's, I mean, I think that's a good thing just, just in general. I mean, Star Wars is such a, is, you know, a lot of family friendly content and concepts and things that, that, um, you know, young people, um, can like learn from. So I think, so I just generally, I think that's a very positive thing. I'm hoping that this is like you say it's a it's kind of a foot in the door um i mean it can be taken either very positively or very negatively <laughs> i think honestly i think there's it's either a very positive sign or a very negative sign um you know in the positive of course like you said a foot in the door the high republic is kind of on its way getting you know this is the first of many steps that are planned to be taken or will be taken as long as it continues to have success so that's kind of the very positive thing. Like, you know, they're probably going to get on TV. They're probably going to get more shows, more stuff. The very negative thing is, I don't know if this is like, you know, kind of a, okay, here's your show, now shut up kind of thing. Like, like um, you know, like I remember when I was very excited for Star Wars Resistance. Um, and that ended up, you know, I don't know, Zach, did you watch Star Wars Resistance? I watched seven episodes of the first season. Okay. That was about it. Okay. Yeah, I watched the whole I watched all the episodes. Um and I and it's time I can't get back. Not that it not that the show is terrible. <laughs> not that the show is terrible, but it's not for me, right? It's not for adults. It's 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 a it's wholly for children. It's not like the Clone Wars or Rebels. Either. Yeah, more so than any of those for for sure. Yeah. And even Rebels I thought was certainly geared for children most of the for time, sure. especially that first season. Especially the first season. 
Um, but but resistance was entirely geared towards children. This is going even more in the extreme. Like, no, this is for preschoolers. This is for, you know, people, you know, kids, you know, very, very, very young children, you know, so d really don't expect anything more from it. And they're making that kind of very explicit by showing who it's targeted to. Um, so, so yeah, I don't know. I don't really know how to feel about it. Um, you know, it, I'm probably not going to watch it. I may watch a little bit of an episode um, you know, just to kind of see what are they showing from the High Republic, <laughs> you know, but but outside of that, I mean, you know, no one our age or really, quite frankly, older, you know, that's not in like elementary school is going to watch this. So I, you know, I don't know. I don't really know how to feel about it. So, well, I mean, to be fair, um, of course, most adults probably won't watch it, but there are probably a lot of adults that could use a little lesson in compassion and oh, yeah. patience oh, yeah. and friendship. So, um, you know, uh, just saying, just putting that out there. It's the optimist in me that's that is looking at this as Star Wars placing importance on this era going forward. That it's they're introducing it to this young generation, and so that in years from now, when they start exploring it even further when it's showing up in not just one game but multiple games when it's showing up not just in a small child's show but in an actual long-running you know five-season animated show like the clone wars it's i feel like this audience this preschool audience is going to be the prime age for devouring that new content but and they're already going to have you know a little bit of knowledge in it on it based on this small um this show this preschooler show um, so beyond just the important themes and topics they'll be tackling, which I support and I, I love that they'll do that. And Star Wars has that for everyone uh, for all ages. Um, I do think I, I, I choose to look at it positively and say that this is the foot in the door. This is the just this is just the start that it's just the start of a small trickle that will turn into a lot more. Um, but but okay. before we get to I wanted to move from here. Um, that, of course, is the only non-publishing material news we got regarding the higher public. From here, I wanted to keep it somewhat in Phase 1-ish before we get to some of the stuff we got regarding Phase 2. Uh, so there was, um, in the publishing panel, outside of the Lucasfilm publishing panel, which was not part of the higher public panel, separate, uh, there were two, two things that were talked about. Um, one of them is Starlight Stories. Now, I don't subscribe to Star Wars Insider. I don't know why I don't subscribe to Star Wars Insider. It doesn't... Yeah. I, it's yeah, weird, right? Yeah. It, I, it's, weird. it's very weird that the both of us as diehard Star Wars fans who consume pretty much all written Star Wars content available don't have Star Wars Insider, which has been publishing short stories for literally, like, two decades. So, like, well, not, in universe... Fair, I'm not subscribed to many magazines. Yeah, me neither. Um, a game informer. Physical. Yeah. <laughs> game informer is the only one I'm subscribed to. And I like game informer <laughs> physical actually too. But it feels weird that we don't have uh, insider to be reading each month. Now, right. what does that have to do with higher public? Well, over the course of the last year and a half, the star Wars insider issues have been featuring short stories from the star Wars luminous team um, that were set on starlight beacon. Now, of course, we know how Starly, Star, we know what happens to Starlight Beacon at the end of Phase One. Um, but before all that, all these stories still take place. They're all still canon. They're all still part of the universe. And so, for those who do not have Star Wars Insider, a book is um, ha is going to be released called Star Wars: The Higher Republic, Starlight Stories. Um, straight from StarWars.com, it says it's a collection of all the higher public stories from Phase 1. The glittering serene space station floats in a field of stars and the newly revealed cover artwork. The stories focus on the people doing their jobs, keeping the station running from day to day. While they seem doomed to a grim fate, Scott, Scott, I'm going to assume Kevin Scott, uh, hinted there might be hope yet. You haven't seen the last of them. Um, are you excited to finally read these? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um... Yeah, I mean, the of course they're short stories. I mean, it's it's more content, more high republic content. Um, so I'm absolutely going to consume them, and I always want to see more concept art. I always want to see more and know more about these high republic Jedi. 
the more characterized they are, the more I can picture them in my head, the better. Um, so absolutely, these are getting pre-ordered. They're getting put on whatever shelf, you know, they, <laughs> they'll fit in, in my house. Um, so yes, that's, that's absolutely what's going to happen. Yeah, I it like I said, I don't know how we don't have insider, and I keep I would keep seeing these pop up somewhere when they were talking about new releases, and the authors themselves would talk about them also, like on Twitter and whatnot. They'd plug it here and there, and I was like, ah, it, of course, it isn't the most pressing events in the timeline in the higher public era. They're nothing that's going to change the stories that we do already know and have consumed, but they're nice little things that just expand it even more, and that's what I want. I just want more fleshed out content so that uh, i'm excited for it now also on that um in that same publishing panel there was a reveal of a new non-fiction in-universe guide to the high republic called chronicles of the jedi an illustrated guide to the galaxy's golden age um from inside editions which has done things like um uh star wars the ultimate pop-up galaxy the secrets of the sith uh things like that so it's really it's told from an in-universe perspective. Um, so it's uh, so who it's written by Cole Horton, and he says that I would read this book closely when it comes out at the end of the year. It'll have some key information about Phase Two and possibly Phase Three in it, um, which is something to watch, of course, because because we're clamoring for any hints that are happening um, from the actual product description page. Uh, it is. Uh, I'll read this real quick. Set hundreds of years for the Skywalker saga. This book is the ultimate in-universe guide to the Jedi Knights of the High Republic, providing fascinating insight into time of heroes, monsters, daring exploration, featuring stunning original illustrations and exclusive new revelations. This striking book is an essential collectible. Um, you'll learn about the Jedi of the High Republic with detailed profiles of heroes like Chris, Ivar, Chris, Bel Zedifar, Stellan Geos, Keith Trennis, Buriaga. Yoda and more, a ton of new illustrations, um, fan favorite characters, creatures, vehicles, locations, um, and we'll get a lot of never before seen artwork, which is really exciting. And then, of course, we'll uncover mysteries of the Force and learn about technology of the Jedi Order and starfighters and lightsaber designs of that era. Um, this is this is another one of those essential books that I have been clamoring for since this whole thing started. And that was just in-universe, detailed explanations on everything. I wanted a compendium of everything in High Republic, and at the end of this year, we're getting it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really exciting. Um, you know, definitely going to be on my shelf. I will be reading it, every page of it. Um, now, this, I feel like it'll be incomplete. Um, so I'm guessing there will be more of these books coming out. Um, and I'll be getting all of them uh, because more, the more information, the better. <laughs> so yeah, I can't wait. I, I, yeah, more information, the better. Obviously incomplete, which is like an issue I have with picking up a lot of the the Star Wars books, like the information books, because yes. whenever I see a galaxy map in my head, I go, wow, that's really cool. I need that. But also, wow, um, in about three months, it's going to be outdated. Yes. Uh, so that, that always is in the back of my mind, unfortunately, too, that they make as well. The yeah. timelines are always incomplete, <laughs> always, always incomplete, which is the, which is, which has always been Star Wars. Star Wars is always about retroactive storytelling. And so the timeline constantly is being rewritten. George Lucas started that himself when he wrote prequels after sequels. So, um, yeah. that's just how that goes. Um, but, but I am excited for that. So that. The only other phase one thing, and this one was actually talked about, and was it was talked about beforehand. This isn't its reveal, um, but now I'm moving to the information from the actual High Republic panel, um, and that is um, the art of Star Wars: The High Republic being uh, written by Kristen Baver and also a forward by Kathleen Kennedy. Which I'm excited to read that forward because I kind of yeah. want to see Kathleen Kennedy's entire yeah, outlook. Yeah. Yeah, what does she have to say about this era? Uh, you know, and I'll be reading it very closely as she's saying, oh, this is an exciting new era for our publishing initiative. I'll be like, oh, no, I'll be like, no. But or is she going to say, oh, no, this this era, you know, is, you know, exciting new era for 
for Star Wars and Lucasfilm as a company. And we are so excited to take you guys to new eras. And I'll be like, oh, my God. So it could either be really good or really or kind of a not a bummer, but just kind of like, oh, OK, I mean, you know, hoping for a little more than that. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see what she has to say. I, I feel like we could do we could probably do an episode on just that forward by itself. Yeah. Because I I'm I know I'm gonna be reading in the both of us are gonna be reading in between the lines. Because and we know that it's probably going to be positive or it's gonna sound at least yeah. and be written yeah. in a positive light. Like there's no way they would include a forward yeah. that's gonna be like, wow, we're just testing this out. Hope it yeah. works. Yeah, Hope I don't you like she's it. Gonna, she's gonna do what she did to um Alden Aaron Reich and. <laughs> no, no. Let's hope. Let's hope. Oh my God. Let's please hope. Like she's learned something <laughs> from that. But um, this was delved into a little bit during the higher public panel. So she joined the stage to debut um, not just the cover, which is absolutely gorgeous and has on it Kiev, Trennis, um, Buriaga, Stellan Geos, and Yoda in some absolutely stunning artwork. Uh, we are not a visual podcast yet, but when we are, like that's just if you have not seen it, please go look at, at that art because it's just gorgeous. Um, but straight from StarWars.com. Uh, she talked about the upcoming book and also several pieces of concept art from within the pages. Uh, she said that the process was interviewing everyone that was on the stage, meaning all of the High Republic authors, and really trying to get behind the scenes story of how this initiative came to be. Uh, so the concept art shows uh, Yoda, Markian Rowe, and, you know, Ember, which is the Charhound, which is Bell Zedifar's Charhound. Um, and of course, she talks about how the forward is written by Kathleen Kennedy. Uh, this is one of those, again, in-universe things. Art, we, it's incomplete, but this feels more complete because it's dedicated towards Phase 1. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there's going to be another art of, and it'll be Phase 2, and then another art of, and it'll be Phase 3. Um, so, I, do you have anything real quick you want to say about this, or, or self-explanatory? No, I think it's self-explanatory. I just, you know, can't wait to pick it up. Um, all the art of books are fantastic. Not just they the are. Star Wars ones, too. I get ones for all kinds of different oh movies. So do I. Shows and things, so. Oh my god, yeah, there was cool. Barnes and Noble had this like at the end of the year in December last year, they had this um sale 50% off on all hardcovers in the entire like in all of Barnes and Noble. Oh wow. Every single hardcover. And I picked up quite a few art of books that yeah. were not Star Wars, by the way. So yes. Um, yes but yeah. I also do have like the art of Star Wars books. Um so that 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 also I have those covered. Um all right, so let me go to um, I'm, I'm looking at this StarWars.com thing that talks about all the the big highlights from the panel. Um, I kind of want to I want to how to go about this. So I'm going to actually pull up. I have a screenshot from from the panel itself, mm -hmm. and this is the breakdown of the next stuff coming out yes. for Star Wars, and and of it seems to be for the most part um, release order, I guess. Um, that that's coming soon. So I'm gonna go through these. Um, first up is one that we've gotten more information, the most information on so far, and that's Path of Deceit, which is co-written by Tessa Grattan, Grafton and uh, Justina Ireland. And of course, this is Phase Two. So now Phase Two is set um, 500, what 150 years before Phase One. So we're going farther yeah. back, farther, farther back. Um, real quick, phase phase two is being described as um, an age of exploration, and much of the technology we know and love isn't the same. So, so even more so, where there a lot of the, what we read in the higher public stories, there's a different than what we're used to, but still, a lot of it's still the same. Um, but even more so now, a lot of the area space is unknown to the Republic. Claudia Gray talks about, and not everything is tied together as closely. This isn't that Republic that Lena so has completely joined together and now is trying to get to the outer rim. Like the Republic is not as as cohesive. Tech is not as good without infrastructure. Um, communication in this era is like the Pony Express with but with droids. Uh, Claudia Gray said um, they've broken the entire galactic communication system. Um, so so I think that this is going to be I feel like the most different Star Wars is going to feel. Um, in anything we've gotten since since Disney took over. That the universe really will feel the most different since, I would say, even the Old Republic stuff. Probably the most different from what the Star Wars we know and love. What what say you? It, it, it very much is. Um, 
I think this is also going to shape how the old Republic is going to look as well. Um, because this certainly wasn't the case in the EU, um, at least as far as, as far as I remember, um, you know, that communications were like vastly diminished. All the technology was, was pretty much the same with the exception of like the Death Star. Outside of that, I mean, you had giant starships, communications and everything, you know, you know everything was pretty single pilot star starfighters. You, I mean, basically everything was the same, except it just the designs seemed different. Um, so, so yeah, this is going to be, this is going to, this is going to be very, very interesting in terms of see, seeing the technological differences. Um, and, uh, so yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I, I think it's going to feel very different. I'm excited about it though, because, um, and I think I just mostly I just have faith in these writers. Honestly, I have uh, so much faith in these in these writers to 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 make this still feel like Star Wars. With anyone else, I might be like, "Oh, is that gonna is that gonna still feel like Star Wars?" But no, I I, I have absolute faith that this will. Um, I I I like that we're getting something. It's one of the biggest things that I've said for Star Wars in general. If from the creators we get, and of course it's a hard line, keeping yep. it feeling like Star Wars. We talked about this on the last episode. Feeling like Star Wars, but also changing things up so that it feels fresh. And I have enough faith in this team that it will feel very much like Star Wars, but that it'll be a breath of fresh air and we'll be able to really be like, wow. Wow, so it was like that? Wow, that's interesting. That's kind of cool. That's it. And so that also gives me more faith into the Old Republic feeling they're like a very different era of Star Wars. And I feel like I understand why Star Wars and Lucasfilm in general kind of want to slowly crawl back to that time and not just jump right back into the Old Republic. Um, because I feel like they want to very purposefully change the galaxy over that course of the time. Like over the thousands years, they want to make sure there was, you know, it isn't just the same. And of course, if the galaxy has been around for so long, it could be the same. But they want to make it feel like time really has passed, that things have changed over thousands of years. So that makes me excited. It's just another aspect of them really planning things out. I think they're being careful to plan things out in everything right now, Lucasfilm, which is a good thing. Um, but of course, here with, with the High Republic, the Phase 2 really, really excites me. Um, okay, so I'm going to go through some of these these stop me because i want to kind of just get your ideas on some of them if you really want to get a breakdown because there's so much that we can't cover in this show um in terms of what each of the authors say about some of the stories coming up um and and you're really only going to get that insights sneak peeks things that they talk about in reference to stories from phase one what it can mean for phase two there's a lot in the panel and i i myself have to go watch it um but here are some of the things we got coming up Path of Deceit, uh, as I the aforementioned book by Tessa Grafton and Justina Ireland, which is uh, someone called the Mother, which is the same species as Markeon Rowe, a Jedi, um, and I forgot who else, but that is a YA book. Um, we have the new Star Wars The High Republic comic. Uh, we have George Mann's Quest for the Hidden City, which is a middle-grade novel. Uh, we have Star Wars The Blade which is the Blade of Bardotta, of course, which is the very highly anticipated comic series um, from Charles Soule, miniseries that has to deal with Portal Angle, Porter Angle, who is a much-loved character that we saw in Light of the Jedi. Um, we have Convergence by Zareta Cordova. Uh, that, the cover they revealed is actually not final. Still looks really cool, so if that was the cover, go for it. Um, we have The Nameless Terror, which is the new... Um, it seems to be the new... The new High Republic Adventures book, the All Ages book from through Dark Horse. Uh, now I'm not entirely sure who's writing that, so maybe you can help me out there. Um, we also this is what has me most excited. We have the Battle of Jeddah, uh, which is a audio audio original by George Mann. Uh, we have Quest for Planet X by Tessa Grattan. Uh, we have Cataclysm by Lydia Kang, and then to finish off, we have Path of Vengeance by Kevin Scott. Shimori, which one of these are you most excited for right now? Oh, okay, that's a big question. Um, 
Um, so I have to say the Battle of Jeddah for um, a few reasons. First of all, of course, as you know, I listen to audiobooks, and the audio, the uh, the full cast audiobooks for for Star Wars books are are always fantastic. Um, and they they're always so well done, so well produced, and just so well made that they typically end up becoming some of my favorite content. Um, I still think Dooku Jedi Lost is fantastic. I also think Tempest Runner is fantastic. Um, and not just because they were both very, very well written. Um, um, and by the same person as well. I think Kevin Scott wrote both of those. <laughs> yep. isn't, a surprise, isn't a surprise to me at all. But, but they were also so well produced. And oh man. So, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to the Battle of Jedi. And George Mann does a really good job. I mean, I read, um, I read his uh, his you know his book with the fables, the Jedi like fables, um, uh, and that one is really good. That one actually, I I uh, got through the audiobook of that one as well, and that was really good. It's really good if you if you're into like kind of fantasy, um, like real like like fantasy fantasy, and into like kind of, um. Like fantasy within the Star Wars world, almost. <laughs> so it's like stories, like fables, like within the Star Wars world, like stories that we know of, old as fables. Really, really interesting. Um, really, really well written. So I'm looking forward to seeing this, how this story is done, um, as well. Uh, so I'd say the Battle of Jedi is definitely what I'm, probably what I'm most looking forward to. The Battle of Jedi is probably also the one I'm most looking forward to. Uh, not least of all because the audiobook originals with the full cast have been absolutely astounding. Uh, like you said, I've, I, I just love listening. Because the Star Wars audiobooks, more than just the full cast. Because audiobooks have had full cast before. But then you add in all of the Star Wars goodness that you get with the Star Wars audiobook. And the sound effects and the music. and Oh man. It's it's fantastic. It's an experience. It's a great way to experience a story. Um, and of course, I love the I love what we're getting with Jeddah, the exploration of Jeddah in you know starting in Rogue One. Then you know we get it in we got it in a couple of the comics. Um, I know Charles Soule has gone back to it. I believe in his Star Wars comic. And just now that people you know rumors flying that some of the stat you know some of the big statues we saw uh, in Rogue One could be High Republic characters. You know, which which is really cool. There's just like there's obviously a lot of lore to mine there when they set up, you know, Jeddah and it being the holy city, right? Uh, so that that I'm excited for. Um, I'm also excited for a couple others. One of them is the blade, which we talked about, uh, which is the portal angle, the porter. I keep saying portal. The Porter Angle backstory. Yeah, it's hard um, to get. It's hard to get that name. <laughs> it's getting every time. It flows through a portal because portal is a word. So portal, just... it is. Oh, I get, oh my God. <laughs> um, so this is written by Charles Soule with art by Marco Marco Castiello. I think it's just a me thing. It's just a me. That's a me today. I thank you for thank you for validating my struggle with English today. But it is just me. Um, but it's written by Charles Soule with art by Marco Castiello. And so he he revealed at the panel that the story is the most epic thing I've ever written. This coming from the guy who wrote the kickoff novel to Light of the Jedi, who's writing the Star Wars novel now, who wrote Eye of the Storm. And he said this is the most epic thing he's ever written. That it's a tragedy, but a really cool one. It dives into Porter's backstory, explores, explores the why he is the way he is when we meet him in phase one. And that's somebody who's like this really happy-go-lucky and guy who's cooking. Um, and he says that, uh, comic uh, StarWars.com says that comic fans can also expect to see a fascinating link between one of Soul's previous Star Wars comics, Darth Vader, in the form of the origin of the Barash Val, which is cool. Yes. I like seeing the link to anything like that. His Star Wars, the Darth Vader comic from Charles Soule for Star Wars is one of the best series of comics uh, that Marvel Comics has put out. The Star Wars Marvel Comics. Oh, yeah. That's some of the best Star Wars I've ever read. Um, yeah. Easily, easy. Uh, yeah, easily. So good. If, if anyone listening has not read that, read it. It is so good. Um, but but um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this one. And they even ask in the panel, or I think they even said like they asked like what was the 
they they basically hinted at and i think it wasn't even charles soul it was like it was like the editor that was there was like no this, this story the blade is really good and he said it's like really dark you know and charles soul kind of agreed and that's when he said yeah it's, he's like it's a tragedy but it's a cool one but it sounds like this is going to be a really dark uh story whatever this is <laughs> whatever happens uh it's to porter angle or whatever porter angle does um it sounds like it's going to be really uh is going to be a lot to absorb so that got me definitely had me more intrigued by it I, we both just really love dark tragedies apparently and that's okay but it's some of the most fascinating star wars is when it's dark and relentlessly dark with like a little bit of hope right a little bit of hope yeah. thrown in at the end yeah. um and it seems like this is going to have ramifications too like, this is going to be a big thing. Like, he doesn't do these miniseries. These miniseries always have, like, big ramifications and implications and reveals. Um, so the fact that Porter Angle was called The Blade of Bardata and that it's this big tragedy and that it is a one of the center stories for Phase 2 right now, that's I, I it makes me very excited for it. Now, the other thing, like, I'm excited for all of these, but one of the things that we've actually gotten more information on is the first, I believe, what is the first book, or one of the first books that will release in Phase 2, and that is Path of Deceit by Tessa Grattan and Justina Ireland. Um, but Michael Siglain called it one of the best novels we have ever made. Yep. yep. Star Wars High Republic is already filled with some of my favorite Star Wars novels. Like, already. So, you're telling me that the Phase 2 kickoff young adult novel is one of the best novels, that you guys think it's one of the best novels you've ever made, and that everyone's in agreement? That that just, I, I, I'm so excited. That just has me absolutely pumped, because, and it's the kickoff novel. I love that they're kicking, they're kicking off with a YA story. They're not kicking off with an adult novel. There's, there's a difference in, in the publishing and release strategy for this phase. And it's kicking off with Path of Deceit. So besides that absolutely gorgeous cover, you've seen that cover, right? The Path of Deceit cover? Yep. It's it's astounding. It's oh, literally yeah. it's literally been my phone background for the last month and a half. That's not even an exaggeration. Like if I could show you it right now, it's literally been my phone background <laughs> for the last couple months since it was first revealed. Uh, so, uh, so right now, Path of Deceit, The Blade, and Battle of Jeddah are are the things that have me most um excited um so i you know i i there's always more that we could talk about and we could go into we there are some of these stories we don't have a bunch of information on especially again the new authors were not out there right they weren't in the they weren't at the panel correct no they were not at the panel that's right so we you know we didn't get really a look into those specific stories and what could be coming and of course we'll we will as we get closer and they're they've been pretty tight-lipped in terms of um information we get and we get a lot from the we actually get a lot of information from the high republic show on starwars.com uh on youtube's oh my god on star wars monthly youtube show um the which is the high republic show that's that's uh hosted um, so we usually get a lot of stuff there. I wouldn't be surprised as over the next couple of months, that's where we're going to get most of the next news for phase two. Did I miss anything? So there, so there were a few things in the panel and, and you'll see these, of course, when you, when you watch the panel as well. Um, so there are a few, a few things in the panel. So, um, they tease the, the new chancellors plural. So there's going to be Ooh. two uh, new chancellors. So there's two chancellors, and they have their image. Um, they actually show them in the um, in the panel, and I'm I'm stalling because I'm scrubbing to try to find <laughs> to try to find the image. But they actually show them in the panel, and one's a female and one's a male, not an aqualish. It's one of the other aquatic one of the aquatic species. Yep, not I think it's a corn. I think is 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 the name, but um. But and they they stress that they have two different political ideals, which against politics and Star Wars is my bread and butter. I don't care what any of these haters have to say. <laughs> it's my bread and butter. So they stress that they have two different political ideals. That one is kind of like from the outer rim, but seems to be like more interested in getting more of the core stuff. He's more interested in kind of like core 
politics and the other is kind of the, like the opposite. So it's like an interesting kind of political dynamic. Um, it's, it's very, it, and it, that there's two chancellors. So I, I kind of had mixed this feelings about this. I love Lena. So I know, of course, this is way back in the past, so you can have Lena. So again, but, um, but I love Lena. So, so I, I'm not ready to, <laughs> to pass one already one new chancellor. And now that we're getting two new chancellors, I'm like, all right, so this will be interesting. Um, and one of them's an alien, which, which, or I guess a, a, a Star Wars alien, I suppose, a non human Star Wars non human, put it that way. So that's also a first. So um, I thought that was interesting. Um, so I don't. Were you able to pull that up at all while while I was? I have been scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, and I found it. (laughs) Yes, and that is Chancellors Greylark and Malo. Yes. Um, And wow, yeah, one is a Quarren and one is human. And this is like politics in Star Wars always just gets us very like scintillated, right? It's always just we get so excited by that. Um, but to hear that they're going to have two very opposing views, we've never had that in Star Wars before. Two chancellors, never had that in Star Wars oh, before. That's I, that's ex- that's cool. Like that's cool. That's it's cool. Really, really interesting. Um, really, really interesting. I'm very excited to hear to just know more about. Okay, what was this era like? We already know that there were technological, you know, advancements. I guess between between Phase One and, and Two. But, but like, what was the era like just in, overall? And, and it's just, it's just satisfying to see the time being taken to establish that. Um, it's just, it's just always just refreshing to see. Um, so, so I guess we'll see how that goes. There are also, of course, the Pathfinders and the Pathfinder team, um, as well in the panel. And so the Jedi are working with these. Um, I mean, it sounds like basically engineers. I mean, they're not, you know, they're not force sensitive. They don't have, you know, powers or anything. They're just, they're just working with the Jedi. Um, and like, like you said um, earlier, they're working with these droids. And you know, they didn't give us too much information in the panel about that. But, but that's going to be an interesting working relationship. Um, and of course, they show some images and they tease some of the new Jedi we're going to get. And I love, I love the designs. I love, love the concept art, the designs that the, that they're coming up with for these characters, um, and um, you know, and they teased other Jedi. So another thing that I wanted to mention, um, or a couple things that I wanted to mention. Um, so they teased a couple of char- new characters. Um, of course, there's uh, Martyr Row, who was who was mentioned before. Zach, you know about Martyr Row, yeah. Um, so she was mentioned in a previous panel. They show a little bit more concept art of Martyr Row um, during the panel, which I'm just I'm so fascinated. You know, everything, even re- in relation to Marquion Row and his people, um, which they which by the way they poke fun at the whole name name pronouncement <laughs> 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 during the panel. So it's so it's so fun. Um, but they they're gonna they're, that phase. They're definitely gonna have like that change for phase three. Like oh, the absolutely. audiobook, the audiobook narrators are definitely going to um, be saying Mark Markion. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. They already are. Um, yeah, they changed it in the middle of uh, in the middle. Did of, they? I didn't yeah. pick up on it. Yeah, yeah. They 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 changed that for sure. Um, That's good. But so they're they tease a couple of a couple of new characters. So there's. The mother has the mother been mentioned before? She may have been mentioned before, also. Just in reference to, I believe, in the lead up to Path of Deceit, I can't remember if she was mentioned in in anything in Phase One specifically. Okay, okay. so she's been mentioned. So there's the mother, who is also part of this this religion, I guess you can say. They're very. They didn't give really give any details about it. Just that I guess they're very devoted to whatever their cause is. So it sounded a little culty. Uh, so may, that may be what uh, maybe at least part of what's going on here. So they also show concept art in, during the panel of someone called the Herald. And it is a 
It's at 45.22. I don't know if you're scrubbing as well. I can just give you the time the timestamp. But but it's a it is a um Nautilin with his tentacles like sliced off. They're all just slight they're sliced off. His head tails. Yeah, I'm looking at him. It's grotesque, right? It's really, really grotesque. He's very muscular and Kind of has these like bluish tips on the finger, um, blue on the fingertips. I'm not sure what that what that's all about, but uh, the herald is clearly much more, or it looks a little more ragged than the others. So I'm not sure. There's something very very nefarious going on. So Zago, do you have any theories on? They did. They were very mum during the panel, but they just wanted to show us some of these concepts. Um, <laughs> Man, I don't have any like theories, right? Because like I, especially I have to go back and watch the panel, of course. But I don't have any theories because I, I don't know exactly how they're going to be used. Um, I like seeing a lot of this concept art for the Pathfinder team. Um, hints at what that you know what that what this era is going to look like in terms of the Jedi and the Republic working together. That like we're not as advanced, we're not communicating as easily. It's you know we're not. It's not a hologram being you know in your pocket. Um, you know, that you can just talk to someone immediately. Uh, this, the, the Herald is, uh, the creepy, the, 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 the tentacle things are being cut off is very creepy. Um, the idea that, like, this is a cult, right? The, the cult, the yes. cult members and peacekeepers and, and daring explorers that, that I, Path of, De- Path of Deceit is going to absolutely open up this entire era for us, right? And so I, that's where we'll get the mother and Marta Row and all of those. Yes, I really um, I think this is going to be um, I really think this is going to be like really some some really, really special stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's and it's it's such a shame that so many people like don't know about the High Republic, it seems like or or just like, oh, OK, oh, I don't know what that is. It's like, no, this is like really, really good stuff. Like, it's really, really, really good stuff. Like you should definitely be anyone that I know that even. That knows anything about Star Wars. I'm saying, please, you know, you will not regret it. Check it out. It's really, really good stuff. If you're a fan of Star Wars, you're a fan of, you know, science fiction stories uh, that are even close to similar to Star Wars, you should really check it out. It's really, really, really good. Um, so, yeah, I'm so excited. Um, now, I'm, so I'm going to be totally honest. Justina Ireland's YA novel from the Shadows one. Wasn't it was probably my least favorite book of the whole phase, um, though I though I really enjoyed her other two young reader novel, young I reader. Gotta, yeah, her her last the last one, yeah, um, uh, Mission to Disaster felt and very was, much like a YA really, book. It really did in the format of a middle grade novel. Yeah, and it was really good. It was it was really really good. I really enjoyed it. So, um, so I'm hoping this new one and I. The more I hear about it, the more I, I'm losing any kind of doubt that it'll be good. But I think it's just and 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 even even um, even uh, the, her YA novel in Phase One wasn't bad. It just no it 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 was just it, it just wasn't as to me it wasn't as exciting as the others. I think it felt it felt very much like a get from point A to point B, like it setting really up did, a couple yeah. of these a couple of these key points for a couple characters that are going to be important. That, but it yeah, didn't feel as much. Is what it seemed like. Yeah, um, but like it's that also just really points to the strength of the entire line that what is not a bad novel at all, right? Right, it's still enjoyable. It's just I think the least memorable of them all. I agree. Yeah, that, I think that's a very good way of putting. It. So, um, so yeah, I'm I'm very very interested in reading this and and um, hopefully heaping a whole lot of praise on on um, on Justine Ireland. <laughs> Oh yeah, and I mean, I'm very interested to see what this looks like in terms of a cooperation standpoint between her and Tessa Grattan, yes, and yes, how absolutely. how this actually really came together as a joint novel. I don't even know how that works for a novel. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I was kind of curious about that as well. Um, it's not even like one's an illustrator; it's no, they both wrote it. Oh, okay. Um, so. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That'll be, that'll be interesting. Man, honestly, I, I would imagine 
I, I don't know if they'll go into their collaborative process at all. I'd imagine one person wrote it and maybe they both they both discussed like they both agreed on what the story would be and one person actually like like Unless it's different, you know, different point of views. Right? Like if the, the novel maybe. switches perspectives then yeah, one person true. took one perspective, another person took another. Um yeah, which which awesome. could would help which actually Though, which would actually kind of help in making them to feel like two different perspectives. I wonder that's that would that would be cool. That would be cool, actually. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, at first I was thinking like, well, would it sound like a different? Because some people's writing styles are very distinct. Yeah. Like I think Claudia Gray has a very distinct writing style. Yes. Like when I'm getting through her books, I'm like, yeah, I can tell. Like this is a, a this has her stamp on it. Um, but. Like you said, it may actually help the book. In interesting, yeah, that's interesting. And we still know next to nothing about these stories, by the way. I, yeah, we know yeah, next exactly. to nothing. We're being drip-fed bits and pieces of information to uh, about just the time period and what relations are like. And we got a cult. And you're gonna learn more about Marquion Rose species. And have fun. Wait until yeah. October. I can't wait until October. I'm having, yeah. I'm struggling to wait. Like we obviously are getting so much Star Wars, so I'm a little bit of a spoiled brat, apparently. But like, this wait for October is gonna be tough, man. It's it's really tough. Like October is a whole like five months away. We were spoiled. We were spoiled. We were getting yeah. new Star yeah. Wars stories literally every month in and the High Republic for a, for a year for like fourteen months. And not and and you're right. And not just new Star Wars stories, because we had been getting new Star Wars stories pretty pretty frequently. Yeah. But some of them were. I mean, they were mo they were mostly good, but some were some were not quite as good as the others. These were pretty much all great. All great. it was like all great stuff, new stuff. That's like no characters that we don't already know about. Like it's not like oh, it's you know an Obi Wan story. Okay, so I'll know about Obi Wan. Or uh, you know, a Luke story. So it's an another of many, many Luke stories. Like this is like these are new Jedi characters. Like, oh my goodness! It's, I uh, oh, there. We both love this era, and yeah. they're uh, they're only made. It's probably only going to get my love for it if it's not already my favorite era in Star Wars. Um, I still think like it, it's up there with the Clone Wars. Right now, I know you're the Old Republic, and I just haven't consumed most Old Republic content. Um, speaking of Old Republic, I'd really love an MMO in the High Republic-like era. Like, it's just like, oh. as I was going through the concept art, and I'm like, can you imagine Star Wars, like, like SWOTOR, Star Wars, the Old Republic, but the High Republic? And I'm just imagining it, and, oh, man, that would be awesome. I might boot that up after we finish, by the way. I might just go in and be like, I need some Star Wars. I need some more Star Wars in my life right now. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, did I did I miss anything else? Or did we get um, off to the big stuff? There is a tease at the very end. Of course, they tease a, a bunch of the new Jedi. I'm not going to really go through them because they didn't give us too much information on them. Um, so when you watch the panel, you'll see teases for a bunch of new Jedi that we're going to get. And I love the character designs for all of them. But... At the very end, they tease, they show pictures of, and they tease the nameless. Um, so we see exactly what they look like, like exactly yeah. what they look like. They said, Fish this is what they are. And the leveler, who was mentioned in the very early on in phase one. Uh, I think that's the one that actually got um, uh, Loden, I believe. Or I believe I I know that that's the one he was talking about, um, when in that in in um in uh path of the I think was it, was that path of the Jedi, or path or 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 not path of the Jedi was that um that was light of the Jedi light no yes oh, no. Oh. no 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 that's uh rising storm, rising storm okay rising, rising storm. storm yeah uh, light of the Jedi he's captured, rising storm we all think Bell's gonna yeah. get to him and well. Right. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, that was boy. I'm getting getting PTSD just thinking about that again. But um <laughs> but but yeah. Um I think the leveler I know was mentioned frequently by Markion Rose. So it's it's so I guess there's I guess I, I don't know if the leveler is a worse one, but they showed images of both of them. And 
yeah, so I guess we'll find out more about about them. It's um, nice to finally get concept art of them. It is very nice. Just nice because uh, it's so nice when we're reading and listening to these to have this visual. When we're like, wow, yeah, that's that's the disgustingly terrifying creature that you know haunted their dreams and made them lose the connection to the force. And you're like, yep, I see it. This is creepy. Yeah, this this is terrifying. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I love I love this concept art that we got. Oh, I can't wait to start watching this. I gotta watch this at the beginning. Ugh. That it? Did we cover? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That is it. Man, we we talked longer on the High Republic than I thought, which is okay. Oh, which I love. Oh. Are you kidding me? What? And what they I mean? also they also just briefly teased that. We'll learn more about all these characters. They asked some of the, what some of their favorite uh, or their storylines are looking forward to. One that was mentioned was Comac, which we don't know what the heck is going on with Comac. So I guess we'll. Oh, Mr. Leave the Jedi Order. And Buriaga, which I mentioned earlier, but Buriaga has to be alive. I know he's alive. I can feel it in the force. <laughs> Buriaga is out there somewhere. So. But but that's all that's all I was saying. Burry better be alive. Oh my goodness! I just one poor Bell cannot take losing another person. Oh goodness! Oh my goodness! His master, master. and then Dira Stokes, his next master, next master is friend, and then his friend. Oh, oh my god! The worst would be if they tried to kill Ember. Can you imagine? They wouldn't. They they don't have the gall. They would not get. They would not do that to the Charhound. They would oh, the not. Crowd? No. Yeah. No. No, that'd be the, that'd be again that'd be akin to, to be, killing the dog. Yeah, that that would be that would get, cause a bigger uproar than when um than uh when Taika Waititi did the episode of Mandalorian and they hit Baby Yoda, and that oh. was like oh yeah no and, and oh, that was thing this would be like twenty times. Oh, it would go so bad. bad. It would go so bad. But you all know that. But there's also that part of you that like that no, part of me that knows that those authors would be like ha 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 ha. Just like evil laughing their way through it all. Ah, uh, I can't. I can't. Oh, all right. So that covers our our discussion on all the announcements or most of the announcements from Star Wars Celebration regarding just the High Republic. Um, and there was a lot of it, a lot of little stuff, a lot of big stuff. If you're a High Republic fan, we've said this before. We'll say it again. I'll say it again. If you're not reading High Republic, you're doing yourself a disservice. Are you missing anything? Do you absolutely need to read High Republic? No, and I'll never be one of those people that's like, you need to, otherwise you're not a Star Wars fan. That's a load of garbage. Enjoy what you want to enjoy. But if you are willing to go into the publishing world of Star Wars, the High Republic is some of the best Star Wars being published ever. Just ever. Uh, so I'm all of these glimpses, these reveals, these cover art releases, everything has me ecstatic for October. And honestly, it can't come soon enough. It can't. I I I'm gonna assume you feel the same. A hundred a hundred thousand percent. I I completely echo what you what you're saying. Uh, the High Republic is definitely some of the best Star Wars that that we're getting and that we've gotten. Um, so everyone out there uh, should read it, even if you haven't read it, and we kind of spoiled a whole bunch of stuff for you in this in this show. You should still read it. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. 100%. Um, so that wraps our Star Wars celebration, you know, highlights. We, 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 now, celebration is very much completely in the rear view for us, um, which is, you know, both sad, but also London, baby, next year. London. And oh. so already looking ahead to the future. Um, but that does it for us in terms of covering celebration and all the news out of that. We had these two episodes, of course. Um, we got... Well, probably the next stuff coming up would be Obi-Wan. Uh, we have Obi-Wan coming up, of course, individual episodes shopping each week. And we'll probably we'll definitely going to do an end of series wrap up in three weeks. Uh, so definitely be on the lookout for that. Um, we also have Shadow of, Shadow of the Sith coming out, um, which I'm getting a, you know at the end of June, which I'm getting more and more pumped for. Uh, this is going to have to do a very big job because, you know, Rise of Skywalker and it's very rapid, sudden setup of absolute, completely new lore is uh, uh, something that they are going to try to retroactively, you know, 
uh, legitimize. So it'll be it'll be interesting, and I'm excited to read that book. Um, but before we go, sir, plug yourself. Yeah, so please um, check out my other podcast. So I actually have another podcast um, called the Imperial Broadcast on the New Generation Podcast Network. That's NU Generation Podcast Network. Uh, you can listen to that uh, pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. So please check that out. Um, and uh, Zach will will be appearing on there as well. Um, he has been on the show before. He will be coming on it again um, infrequently as well. So please check it out. And um, and uh, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> um, this has been geeking out over Star Wars. I hope that you enjoyed what you heard. I hope that it caused you to go consume more Star Wars content. Watch Obi Wan if you haven't. Read some Star Wars: High Republic. Play some Star Wars: The Old Republic. Play some Jedi Fallen Order. We love Star Wars. We we hope that we transmit that love to you. We thank you for listening. We'll see you next time, and may the Force be with you.